How Freedom Dies. This is going to be a scary episode because we thought that the way that they were going to take the freedom from us was with surveillance, maybe with propaganda, with war, with inflation. But turns out that the principal tool or weapon that they are applying is something called hedonism. What the fuck is hedonism? When I, when I heard it, I was like, what the fuck is that? And hedonism is the, the um, practice of trying to maximize pleasure. We live in a society where everybody tries to maximize pleasure. Therefore, the big elites, the people with power, are not trying to force the population. Now, they are trying to persuade and they weaponize pleasure against you. And most of the people, I can tell you, are willing to trade their freedom for pleasure. That's what they also we call convenience nowadays, right? For convenience, people are, are willing to give all their rights just to be more comfortable or to have something in an easier manner. We're going to check today something that there are two assets that these big elites haven't taken yet because they will from you. But before, a little bit of story, of history. I don't want to go deep in this uh, money topic. I get excited. But as you know, in the year 1971, the dollar, the US dollar, decoupled from gold. Long time ago, with, your, with $35, you were able to claim one ounce of gold. In the year 71, the President Nixon said, fuck you, everybody. And now the dollar is backed by faith. Está respaldado por fe. Not only that, in the dollar bill, you will read this sentence, in God we trust. These pieces of shit even make put God in the bill paper. The question is, what happened since year 71? The standards of life start to decline. Just to give you an idea, long time ago, in a house, father, mother, there were no more genders, just uh, men and women, but father, mother, and six or sometimes even eight kids will be able to survive with the father's salary. And by the way, the father was a carpenter. With just like an average job, without any degree, just an average job, he was able to sustain five kids, wife, and by the way, he had a house, a big house, and also sometimes even two cars, with just one salary. With the time, with inflation, when inflation started to hit, with this uh, subtle uh, tax that is called inflation, they start to steal wealth from the family, from the average family. Now the woman, she needs to work. She needs to go out and work. The kids doesn't have someone who raised them. Um, even worse, the woman has to work. The man has to work. Then they don't have money to have a house where they used to have a house. Now they don't have money to have a house. They need to buy a tiny apartment. Nowadays it's even worse. They are renting the apartment because they don't even have money for the apartment. And the last thing that they are taking away are the cars. By the way, the new generations, many people, they don't know how to drive. And even worse, the current cars, if you check the current cars, the price are obscene and the engines are smaller. So even your cars, they will take your car. You can be sure of that. The question is, what are the only two assets that you can protect? What introduction. <laughs> I'm so excited today. But what are the two assets that you can actually protect? They are time and energy. Sounds simple, but they are still available and people waste them like there are unlimited resources and they clearly are not. We are going to check today on this podcast how to protect 
these two assets and also how people are wasting these resources. We are going to check three exotic ways that people are wasting these resources that maybe you didn't pay attention, but that's why you have Uncle Balta here to put a flashing light and help you to find all the bullshit that is happening in society. Before starting, I want to say thanks to the sponsor, as always, inglesparacholos.com. If you want to take your life to the next level, you are tired of going to the university. By the way, the same university that is controlled by these elites. You can come to inglesparacholos.com and now it's not just cholos. We have also Aztecas, we have people from Spain, so we have variety of people. Inglesparacholos.com and also please spread the word. Tell the people to go to Uncle Balta on Spotify or also join my WhatsApp channel. Time to start. These two assets are time and energy. Um, there is a trend between men entre hombres that really catch my attention and is what I call texting buddies, amigos de texteo. Between women, I understand because women all, all the time, all in all history, always women were talking between them. Men were not talking between men. They were, if, if men are going to talk with other men, it's just to say, hey, are we going to practice a sport? Are we going to hunt? Are we going to do an activity? But just talking for the fact of talking is something that didn't happen between men. And now it's happening. For example, this is something that you will experience with a girlfriend many years ago. A girlfriend, you will start a relationship and she will be texting you all the time and you will text texting back. But nowadays, and this started to happen maybe some months ago, each time I can feel it more. It started, I remember one person texting me, a, a man. Then suddenly the guy starts texting the next day and the next day like a girlfriend. Then another people. Now I have like 10 people texting me all the time that are people that I know, but those are not my girlfriends. And why they are texting me all the time? Sounds silly, but I know many people that are struggling with this and they don't pay attention. If you are a man and there is another man texting you every day, he's wasting your time. Unless that we are talking about business, unless that we are talking, hey, are we going to work out? And even with, with my workout partners, we are not exchanging memes. It's just, hey, we work out at this time. Yeah, that's it. We need to protect our time. The loneliness epidemic is making some men texting other men just for the fact of texting. So be careful with that. Be careful with these constant messages going, coming and coming, uh, sending messages and receiving back sent messages. I miss the good old days when we used to have SMS, mensaje de texto. The SMS will have a price of 30 cents, 30 centavos. Um, that was 30 cents back then in time. Now it's like 50 cents if you want to compare. But imagine before you would have to pay 50 cents for sending a message and that cut a lot of bullshit. Now we have too much information in the WhatsApp. We need to be careful with that. So that is the first thing that you need to protect your, yourself. The texting bodies, los huevones que te textean diario. The second thing is something that I mentioned, but I want to make it clear again, because as you know, more devices are coming. I was checking an interview of Mark Zuckerberg, and he was talking not only about his Quest. The Quest is the helmet, like the Vision Pro from Apple. Meta has Quest that is cheaper, but still is going to be addicting. And he also has the Raven glasses. He was saying that more or less the helmet will be the replacement from the computer, or more or less kind of replacement of computer and the glasses will be kind of a replacement of the cell phone. So you know what it means. The shit is going to be worse. Now you see people like huevonazos checking their cell phone, checking their smartwatch, and with the AirPods, everything at the same time. You will see the same, but now plus the glasses. So be prepared. But what I'm trying to go, any device, any electronic device, starting now from the PC and the cell phone, 
We cannot touch an electronic device without having a plan. People turn on their computer, why? They say, I'm going to work. But in reality, the first thing that they are trying to do is, again, hedonism, maximizing pleasure. So they open the, the computer, oh, let me check my social media. Let me check where are the deals, the ofertas. Uh, what is my favorite team doing? So it's more pleasure than real work. And we need to be careful with that. I was having a conversation with a member from my community, Inglés Paracholos. And he asked me, hey, Balta, what app, what app can I use to maximize productivity? And the answer was easy. You don't need apps to maximize your productivity. You need an agenda. Even billionaires, check um, when they do interviews of billionaires or when cameras are chasing billionaires and also millionaires, many times they will have their security. Suddenly they are talking with someone and they got an idea or something. They ask the security, bring me my agenda. And they take down, take write down the idea. They don't write their idea on application. They do it on agenda, not only for privacy, but because it's easier to remember. So before opening the computer, the cell phone or whatever electronic device that will come in the future, always I have a objective. Today, for example, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do a script for, for this video, then clean the WhatsApps and order of activities. Then if I want to check memes, I'm going to spend, in my case, honestly, I don't spend more than, than five minutes per day posting memes. And now I'm doing it only in the morning because I realized that if you don't have a block of times for memes, you get distracted. But you get the idea. The second big uh, money, no, the second big time waster that I can see is people using technology without a plan. And the last one that I'm going to mention here is destroying your routine for pussy. <laughs> this sounds stupid. And I was telling you that it was a good idea going to different gym locations. You can meet women. But then I started to run my numbers and I was like, are you going to, especially the day that I went to San Isidro, I live in a district called Surquillo. So from here, Surquillo to San Isidro, even if you go like in a no traffic time, it took me one day like 25 minutes. And I was thinking at the end, is it worth it to spend 25 and 25, 50 minutes just to meet new women? What is the value of 50 minutes of my time? Can I meet these women in a smarter way? And I found this strategy. From Monday to Friday, I'm going to a gym that is close to my house. And just on Saturdays and sometimes Sundays, I'm going to other gyms. That is like my weekend. But trying to destroy your routine just because you want to find pussy is not a good option. Especially, you know why? Because now everybody with their headphones. So even if you go to the gym, yeah, you will see the woman. But many times she's locked in her cell phone. Hey, hey, my friend, I'm here. So let's try to be smart. Let's try to have a plan. How can we attract women without spending our time? That is values. Um, the last thing is like, how can you allocate in a good way time and energy? Because I'm talking about the problems. But what will be the best answer, the solution? So now you Take care of these two assets without thinking too much. And I was following a podcast of this guy called Dan Cole, and he mentioned this. Every man needs a project. And it's reality. Some people say, no, not everybody, not everybody is designed for big things. I believe every person is designed for big things. What happens is that some of them, they don't realize. Or sometimes they realize too late when they already have kids, when they have debt with the bank. Now it's harder to pull off a good idea. But if you are single and you are young, and most of the people who listen to this podcast, they are in those conditions. By the way, even if you are old, remember this guy Ray Kroc from McDonald's. 
even at his 60s, he took over McDonald's. So always there is a chance. But let's not be naive. We know the younger you start, the easier it will be. So you need a project. Uh, why do you need a project? Because once that you have it, now you start to allocate better your resources. You have time and energy. You, you don't want to waste that. When people tell me, hey, Jose, do you want to see a soccer match in Partido de Fútbol? What? <laughs> a soccer match? Is that way wrong? Like, soccer match is just two hours in the soccer match plus the conversation, all the shit is like six hours. No fucking way. Why? It ha because I have a project. And I can tell you, a project helps you to find new friends, to find women, to find entertainment. You will be surprised how many things you can you can get and also make money at the same time. And I want to mention this again. I mentioned I did a video about how to deal with angry women on my YouTube channel in Spanish. And I mentioned that women believe they are the greatest shit. Not all women, but most of them, uh, a vast majority to make it clear, not all. But they believe they are the greatest shit just because they have followers on Instagram. And as you know, like a woman don't need just need to take off the clothes to get more than 10,000 followers. A man is not going to have the same. But in the same way that a woman believes that she's important just because she has an Instagram or TikTok with followers, many men believe that they are doing something because they are playing video games. But deep down, they know they are pieces of shit, that they are wasting their time, their energy. So that's why you want to have a project that delivers real value. But here, a little caviar. Caviar with this. Real value for your target audience. Because what will happen? Let's say that um, every there are a lot of people that they shit on other people's job. For example, let's say someone look at me now doing like a podcast in English. Oh, so stupid that bald guy, ese calvo. No? He's doing podcast in English for Peruvian people. Why Peruvian people or Latinos need uh, to learn English? He doesn't know. <laughs> I don't need to explain to that guy. I'm not even going to, to waste my energy explaining, hey, your life will be much better with English. I'm not going to even waste my energy in that guy. But you get the point. Let's say that you are selling a hamburger. And suddenly your friend who is a vegetarian, she said, why are you selling hamburgers? Oh, that's bad. But she's not the market. But for your target market, maybe the hamburger is a piece of art. Not just the way that you cook it, the way that you package it, the way that you deliver it. The, if you have a brick and mortar store, how do you clean that? How do you keep clean that brick and mortar? Who is the waiter or the waitress? All those details are art. It's the value that you are delivering to the market, but not to any person, to your people. That is a project. That's why with a project, people who have a strong project, they don't have mental disorders because you are so fucking busy thinking in how to pull this shit off that you are, you are not distracted. Oh, how do I feel? <laughs> this is a big problem nowadays with society. Thinking too much of how do you feel or trying to maximize pleasure and giving you pain. So you want to be a little bit distracted but distracted in productive stuff because that will give you confidence. Hey, I built this thing. I built this thing with my time, with my energy, and now customers are happy because they have a better option. I'm too excited today. I 7 p.m. I just finished my workout. I don't know. <laughs> I'm too excited with this episode, but I believe it's important, in my opinion. Um, I mentioned this, that you build a project, you build a company, and then the company will help you to build your life. I can tell you, when I started my business, there was a moment that I was alone. I didn't have friends because most of my friends were employees. 
But now that I have my business, I gather with people that also have the same interests as me. I have my friend uh, Renzo Minchola from the university. He helped me with the importation. My friend Tony, he bring me supplies. Um, I also meet new women because I sell products for women. So instead of going to a club, women come to my house to buy the products. And sometimes there is love there too. So um, then you start asking more questions. How can I get more things using my project? So now you monetize. Something that I'm trying to, I'm thinking about. As you know, Uncle Valt is not a big traveler. I don't like to travel. No me gusta viajar. But I think it's important. So eventually, maybe I will use Inglés para Cholos to travel in the future. Who knows? But that's why you build a project and then the project will help you because it will give you a lot of opportunities that you can monetize. I don't want to wrap this podcast without mentioning four wisdom nuggets that are not mine. Two comes from Mark Zuckerberg. I listened a full episode of him, 45 minutes of interview. And then I listen to one and only Michael Saylor, that is kind of the main ambassador of Bitcoin. Let's start with Zuckerberg. He said this, competition is healthy. And I would say that a little of competition always is healthy. What happened to many people, especially, I don't know how it's in other countries, but here in Peru, what I can smell is that most of the people believe that they have all the time of the world. Sometimes when I'm talking with young kids, I mean, young kids in, in quotes, Um, men that are in their 19 years old or 20 years old, I'm young still. No, motherfucker. In Iran, there is a baby of three months old that her mother and all the family already are thinking how to teach them English, how to teach them Spanish, how to teach them French, how to uh, learn uh, skills. Uh, the, the uncle is a wrestler, el tío es un luchador, want to teach all the family. In, in, in Iran, and there are many countries, but I want to talk about Iran because today I was talking with a mother from Iran, and she told me how in Iran, when a baby is born, all the family, not just the parents, but also the uncles and the aunts, everybody wants to teach them what they know. Hey, I know about this, my kid, from I know about personal brand. I'm going to teach my nephew, le voy a enseñar a mi sobrino. So these people, not only from Iran, but from many countries, Malaysia, Japan, China, Uh, Philippines, these motherfuckers are being prepared for war since they are five years old, six years old. And here some people say, oh, I'm just 18 years old. You are already like 10 years late for your competition. So let's remember, our competition is not local, it's global. I'm not, uh, uh, if, if we talk about podcasting, for example, my competition is not other Peruvian podcasters, it's the world. If we are talking about English, for example, my competition is not the, the local English teacher. That is easy to beat. I'm talking about global competition. Once that you have global competitions, now you pay more attention again to what? To your time and your energy, because there is no time to waste. Um, and I, I don't want to deviate, but yesterday, for example, my family, they have a, a nice reunion, was Sunday. But, you know, going to the south on Sunday, that is like two hours of traffic when you come back. And I told my family, you know, better go, let's gather next time you come here to Lima. <laughs> Only two hours, investing two hours in traffic for me is not, it's not a good idea. But the last thing that Zuckerberg mentioned was also about open models. And he was talking about Apple. Of course, we need to take this with a little, with a, with a little, they say, with a little piece of, of salt. Because maybe... He's talking shit about Apple because he is the competition. But what he said kind of makes sense. And what, what he said, 
He said that Apple is basically like a closed environment where if you have a device that is not connected to, to Apple, like trying to use it is difficult. It's like an ecosystem. And he said that during times, always the systems that won or beat the rest were the open system because it allowed other people to have collaboration. And that made me wonder, how can we land that shit in the personal brand? If you are a small freelancer or a small business owner, how can you make yourself easy to collaborate with other people? Uh, if you have a, a business, how can you partner with other small business? And I think that is the trick. You cannot compete with the big players, but you can team up with many small players, with many small professionals, and that will make the difference. Uh, and talking about teaming up, I was listening also a podcast about uh, artificial intelligence. This will go tomorrow, but you know what is happening. There is something called Soda. What is Soda? is um, an AI tool that allows you to create video just with prompting. What is prompting is instruction that you give to artificial intelligence. So now just with instruction, I can tell, you know, I want to see a woman walking by the beach with a nice bikini showing her boobs and her ass. And I can describe in a sunny day and all the shit. You finish describing and now you have a video of one minute of the woman doing what you said. A woman that doesn't exist, that was created by AI, and it looks so fucking real. That shit looks so fucking real. What jobs are going to disappear? The guy who do the, the, the camera guy, the woman that was a model. If you want to do like a drone footage, now you don't need even the drone. And by the way, the drone took the, the job of the helicopter pilot before. Now this AI is taking the job of these people who bought their drone and they are recording. Also, the editors, a lot of people are going to lose their jobs. But this doesn't mean that there are not going to be jobs. There are going to be jobs. But we will have something that is called job consolidation. In the same way that now we have, and we, we have mentioned this before, we have business consolidation. Right? You can see the, the gyms, for example. A gym where you used to have 12 gyms small, now you have a big motherfucker smart fit. The same will happen with... The same will happen with um, jobs. One person will be able to do the job of everybody else. And that's why if we don't figure it out how to implement AI and how to implement technology in the thing that we are doing, these people are going to lose their jobs. They believe that no, things are not going to change until they do. And you don't want to be in that spot. You don't want to be the guy that is out of the trend. You want to ride the trend. Um, let's try to jump to, and by the way, yes, to wrap the idea of AI. AI is going to do that. The, the cost of things is going to decrease because now you have you need less labor, menos empleados. So people who are futuristic and know how to prompt the AI are going to win. And now creativity is going to be rewarded. Creativity that sometimes the, the creative people, oh, it's a creative people. If you have creativity and you know how to explain it because that is also important. Some people don't know how to articulate their ideas. But if you know how to articulate your ideas, now you can leverage yourself with AI and you can be killer. Let's wrap this podcast. I'm too excited today. Michael Saylor, he said, any serious system shouldn't have leaks. What it means? Means like if you have money and the government is creating 2% inflation, <laughs> that, is in, that used to be in US, by the way, not anymore. But if the government is generating 10% inflation, they are increasing the supply, doing projects over us, the Trojan horse, El Caballo de Troya, remember? 
they do projects, no? they, they, they want to, to do um, things to help the poor people, the shit, they are draining your wealth. So we need to be careful to be on systems that have leaks. And if we want to land that into the average person, they, and that's, by the way, this quote of Michael Saylor gave me the idea of doing this podcast, is because if you have time and energy that are limited, you shouldn't have leaks also in that thing. And a big leak of time are the three things that I mentioned, like texting too much, get distracted. That is leak of time. It's time going out of your precious 24 hours and also energy. If you are thinking bullshit, and now a lot of people are with, with depression, the depression also drains your energy. Always, this is something that I teach my people. Um, overcoming the addiction to junk food, the comida chatarra, is easy. Now we need to overcome the addiction of shitty thoughts, the pensamientos negativos. That is also an addiction. We need to overcome. If you are thinking, am I thinking as a successful person? Am I thinking as a winner? Or am I thinking just as an average guy that is, you know, oh, why is life like that? No. My brain is working for me. I don't work for my brain. My brain is my secretary. Remember that quote. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, spread the word. Tell people to go to Uncle Valta on Spotify. And also, if you want to work directly with me, you can text me to my personal WhatsApp, más 51 9890 23 986.